G'day, and welcome to the Compassion Initiative podcast, brought to you from the Compassionate Mind Research Group at the UQ School of Psychology. I'm Stan Steindl, and with me is James Kirby. Hey, Stan. Hello, James. How you doing? I'm pretty well. Now, James, I thought I'd let you know that we've had feedback on our last podcast from all around the world. I've heard from people in Australia, of course, and New Zealand, uh, but also places like Sweden, France, Portugal, Spain, Greece, Japan, South America, the US and the UK. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for your um, helpful feedback. Wow. And we've had some fan mail. (laughs) Yes. Would you like to to read out yours? (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, here we go. This is all a surprise. Dear Compassion Initiative, thank you, thank you, thank you, James, for your amazing wisdom and insights about all things compassion. You have truly been an inspiration to me. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Mum, have you been? No, that's lovely. Oh, my goodness. And there's, there's uh, one here for me as well. Dear Stan, thank you for getting the best out of Dr. Kirby. <laughs> the more you can help us hear from him, the better. <laughs> what is this? P.S. You have a nice voice. <laughs> well, all that feels very motivating, mates. Uh, speaking of which, compassion as a motivation. Yep, yep. So, James, tell me a little bit about your thoughts regarding compassion as motivation. Oh, God. Um, sorry, I'm still just um, a bit taken um, with that beginning (laughs) that was great um and thank you so much to everyone uh, writing in that's just incredible all those countries i can't believe it uh okay in terms of compassion as a motivation it is a very interesting uh thing to consider i think when most people think of compassion perhaps there's just this um, immediate kind of feeling that compassion is almost like a feeling or uh, but when we start to dig a little bit deeper Uh, compassion might involve many feelings so for example uh, if I was to see someone who was really hurting from something maybe getting uh, racially bullied by somebody it's likely I would experience many different emotions as I would want to try to be compassionate in some way towards helping that person so that really speaks to this other idea that compassion is a motivation so the motivation being wanting to address suffering whether it be in yourself or others, and then wanting to try to do something uh, to alleviate it. We can go We can go dig deeper into it, of course, and there's been lots written about it, but, I mean, what do you think, Stan? Yeah, I, I think I, I was reading something from Paul Gilbert recently, and it, it, it's there's two pieces to the motivation. One is the motivation to engage and to engage with suffering, and the other is, is the motivation to act. Uh, and... Uh, you know, in, in contemplating that, it, it's it's similar for a lot of uh, behavioural changes that that we might be making. I mean, for example, I mean, I consider myself a, an exerciser who just is currently not exercising. <laughs> when will this self deception end? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. But it's a similar thing. It, it's it, we we have this desire or. Um, kind of sense that this is something that we want to do or mm. need to do uh, and yet on the other hand there might be something that still holds us back something mm-hmm. that, that kind of uh, inhibits uh, perhaps mm. any behavior but in, in our case you know it in, might inhibit a compassionate 
action or compassionate response. Oh, completely. Absolutely. What would be an example of something for you that you feel you would like to do more so or more compassionately? Uh, And, you know, as yet it hasn't happened, perhaps. (laughs) Well, the list is pretty long. And if you were to ask my wife, Cassie, (laughs) probably be a couple of things I haven't even thought of yet. So out of my awareness. Uh, it is a really good question. In fact, I, I mean, I was just sort of chatting to you about this before we started uh, the prep work for this podcast. Uh, I was going for a, a run at the gym the other day and uh, on the on the treadmill and uh, on the screen was this documentary of these chimpanzees and you watch this little, this little chimp uh, called Oscar who was abandoned by his mother and it was just heartbreaking. <laughs> I guess it's a bit embarrassing to say um, uh, on the podcast, but like I was sort of crying at the um, at the treadmill actually because uh, I was really worried that the Oscar wasn't going to be saved and all this. It was you I know, can I was, see you welling up <laughs> now. As yeah, you I know. Describe it. And um, it was one of these experiences where I just kept thinking, surely this can't be a documentary where um, this beautiful little uh, chimp's going to die. They couldn't do this. <laughs> Good day. Thankfully, it wasn't. He 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 managed to be looked after by the by the chimp uh, troop. Thank goodness. But it kind of was the catalyst to make me take some kind of action on a couple of ideas that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. So in the back of my mind, I've had some things that I've been wanting to do as part of our compassionate mind research group, um, where it's not just compassion research that we're doing. We're actually trying to do some compassionate acts as part of our group of researchers, like little things like um, perhaps uh, with the reduction of plastics um, and so on, just little things we can engage in like this. But it was that moment of sadness, I, I think, um, that really, and almost anger that this could be happening, those kind of two emotions coming together that made me just go, I need to do something. Mm. Um, I just can't sit back here and just be upset that, you know, uh, travesties like this can, can occur um, where perhaps... There are those blockers there. Like, what's one small thing I'm going to do that's going to impact mm. the world? Or, or, you know, there's already uh, lots of work that needs to be done. Um, I haven't got the bandwidth to fit something else in. All these sorts of natural blockers come up. But, you know, that just was something that happened. And then I made an immediate note to follow it up. Um, and so we followed up on it today. And hopefully we'll have something happening this semester. So you sort of described two things that occur to me. And, and the first is that... Uh, there's something that can shift a, a kind of a, a an idea or something that perhaps you've long wanted to do uh, to, to something that you've start to feel more likely to do. And, and that is that you became really emotionally moved mm. at some point. There, mm. there was there was that sense of importance almost that, that suddenly you were struck with a sense of importance or need um, to actually do something. Uh, and then it became a matter of how. Mm. what to do, how to do it, what, what's, what are some first steps, That's right. uh, what might actually I be able to do in terms of my skills, but the time I've got, and what's something that I could do that might actually be effective or, or make a difference. Uh, and that sounds like where you're up to right now is, is actually you've, you've put a few feelers out, you've started to talk to people, and it's about um, turning this sense of importance around compassion mm. uh, into a sense of ability, confidence, and then perhaps commitment, yeah. commitment to actually doing something. What, what would you say is something that, you know, 
you could do, you know, in, or that any of us could do in the morning that might actually set us off in the day towards an intention, towards a commitment to act? Yeah, uh, I mean, it is, it is a tricky process, but I think, uh, you know, if you read some of the compassion-focused books um, written by many great, great individuals, there's often a nice little classic compassion under the duvet uh, for our British mm-hmm. listeners or compassion under the doona for our Australian listeners, um, compassion under, I don't know, what other kind of uh, synonyms are there for... I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what they call it in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But just something that you, you literally cover yourself with when you go to bed. Um, is when you wake up in the morning is, is perhaps before starting your day is just to set a compassionate intention. So the idea is you wake up um, and you might, before getting up, uh, just like to settle into a, a little bit of soothing rhythm breathing. So that's just keeping a, a, an in-breath and out-breath count for, for five. Uh, just slowing down just a touch the breath and then all of a sudden just connecting with this idea of if I was at my compassionate best today uh, what would that look like so how would I walk how would I listen to people how would I respond to people Um, what actions would I be doing throughout the course of the day if I was to be at this compassionate ideal um, or this compassionate best and that can be just a little intention exercise uh, to start the day to help perhaps uh, to see that intention uh, acted upon, uh, hopefully, within the courses of the little micro uh, moments throughout the course of one's day. Beautiful. Thank you. It, it, it's, it's a little bit about importance for compassion. It's a little bit about confidence. And then, of course, we bring in the, the, the CFT uh, wisdom, strength and commitment and, and actually making making these commitments. Mm. I mean, you can go a step further um, and we'll put up a little uh, tip sheet to accompany the podcast around setting this intention. You know, how you might welcome yourself and and so on and how the way you use your voice, tone and facial expression can influence the likelihood of us being more open, being more open and and thinking of beyond just ourselves, what else is going on in the world around us which can help with that first connecting with our and attending to uh, other people's uh, perhaps struggles or difficulties that might be happening. But Stan, you've also recently uh, published a paper also, haven't you, around this very issue? Oh, you and I and Cassie, in fact, have, um, have had an article accepted on this topic and looking at um, motivational interviewing as a, as a prelude to compassion-based interventions. And there, there's a lot of stuff from MI that, that mm-hmm. can really... Be applied here. Mm. Mi meaning uh, motivational interviewing. Mi is motivational interviewing, and and so I'm I'm looking forward to that paper finally being able to be shared. But thanks, James. Thank you for your wisdom, uh, and uh, uh, I hope you liked the fan mail. It, it didn't take me that long to write it. <laughs> yeah, now it all makes sense. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks. Thanks again, and, and we'll see you next time. It sounds great. Thank you, Stan. Come to James. <laughs>